Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Justin Productions podcast, episode number 190. Closing in on 200. We're getting there. Uh, I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers. No guest this week. Our guest uh, had to call out sick, so we're uh, we're cutting a little close here. So it's just me. It's another. It's going to be a shorter episode today. Uh, if it's just me, I don't usually have as much to talk about, but I got some things. Uh, first of all, we've been uh, streaming a little bit. We did three streams, I want to say, of Starfield, uh, and I've been cutting that up and uploading it to YouTube. Uh, so that's been that's been going really well. We did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We uploaded some seven videos of that, I think, to YouTube so far. We have more. They're just not uploaded. Um, we have 18 total Starfield videos. Uh, I don't know how many of them I have scheduled and uploaded at this point, but I'll have to check that later on. But yeah, we've got a ton of Starfield content. We actually have 19 videos because I did one showing off the intro and uh, like the character customization. Um, but yeah, a lot of that, a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre videos. So we've got a lot of content that's going to be uploaded. Uh, I'm going to be focusing on getting more YouTube shorts up as like promotional stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got a lot of guests lined up here for the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be guesting on some shows. Uh, I don't know if they want me to say that yet or not. I don't know why they wouldn't, but we, uh, we won't say anything just to be safe. But yeah, other than that, it's been, uh, it's been fun. It's been busy lately. Like I said, we've been playing... I'll start with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Get that out of the way. That was the first thing. Uh, we played the shit out of that. Uh, I got to level like 25-ish, maybe. Something like that. And uh, then I got distracted by other stuff. And then Starfield came out. So we have not been back into that game. Probably won't be playing it for quite a while. Because we have a lot of other stuff coming out soon. Uh, like I said, highly recommend that game. If you're just looking for a quick game you can kind of jump into... Uh, not overly focused on long, you know, play sessions necessarily. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so if you have that, it's free. Uh, I don't want to say I wouldn't pay for it, because I think it is a valuable game. I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I'll probably jump back into it at some point. Uh, my girlfriend and I will probably play it together. Uh, on It's all online, but we'll, we'll probably play that since it's a game we can actually play together, as opposed to, like, Starfield and some of the other games coming out. But we had a ton of fun with that. Uh, and like I said, it, it's a nice game to break up the pace of a lot of the other stuff I play, which is long RPGs. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a breath of fresh air, to say the least. Um, I don't foresee it having a long tail on it as far as like content-wise. Uh, there's only so much they can do. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a very specific IP. So it's going to be hard to pump out a lot of extra content. I'm like, even like maps, I don't really know all they could go with. Cause it, I mean, I haven't seen every single one of them, uh, the movies, but I don't know how many different locations they could possibly have. Uh, right now they have three, they have the main house, they have the gas station and they have the slaughterhouse. So, I mean, I'm sure they could add like one or two more, maybe, uh, it's just a matter of transitioning them from film to game. Uh, which I will say, uh, they, I didn't realize it. We just, my girlfriend and I rewatched the, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, the one from 1974. We watched it the other night cause she had never seen it, but she, we played the game and I didn't realize how accurate the game is in the movie as far as the layout of the houses and, and the like gas station, all of the little details, like the decorations throughout 
are absolutely spot on. It's incredible. Uh, the only things that were changed up were like some of the outside features uh, in order to provide an actual uh, fair gameplay mechanic. Because if it was like the movie exactly, everyone would just be stuck in the house pretty much. Other that that or just out in a field, and it becomes too difficult. So they adjusted that, but it makes sense and it works well in the game. But my God, the actual house is flawless. Even all the little wall decorations, the skulls and things like that are identical to the movie. It was crazy to watch it. Uh, we're watching like open the front door of the house and it's like, holy crap, that looks just like the game. Like the game nailed this. Uh, so that was that was really cool. And uh, yeah, we'll probably jump back into that at some point. We've also been playing uh, Mario Party. Uh, Mario Party Superstars, maybe? There's two of them we have on the Switch right now. And uh, holy shit, I did not realize how rigged those games are for the computer. Uh, I'm the only reason I do well in those games is because I win basically every mini game. And meanwhile, I cannot land on an item space. Uh, I'm getting stuff taken from me left and right. The computer is constantly stealing my stars and my coins. Meanwhile, the game is handing them golden pipes, which teleports them directly to a star. It, it's handing them double star cards, which I've never gotten in my life. And I've watched the I watched the AI get two in a row. The other day, I watched one in one game, one in another game, and it's just handing them stuff left and right, and it's like, holy crap. Uh, it's just, it's so unfair. If you don't, if you don't win every minigame, you are fucked in that game, because the AI just has everything handed to it. It is so ridiculously unfair, unbalanced in the AI's favor in that regard. Uh, every single, like, you don't even get the same options. You land on a lucky space, and you, you get, like, Seven coins, ten coins. Uh, the next star you get is uh, the cost is cut in half. Um, you receive like a dash mushroom and a key, maybe is one of the other ones. I forget. And on theirs, it's like get a uh, twenty-five coins, get you know an item bag, which gives you three items. I've never had that pop up for me. We played that game. I don't know how many times. Uh, you know, get two stars. Uh, get twenty-five. Get thirty coins. Uh, get like a triple dice spot. It's just handing them all these great items like holy crap So that was really frustrating. Uh, I got really upset it uh, they <laughs> They warped with me moved me directly in front of the star They got a star went forward stole a star from me then stole coins This is all in the same turn stole coins from me and then moved the star directly back behind me again And then got another star. I was just sitting there fuming as they just took all my stuff from me and then the computer just handed it all to them. So that was miserable. But yeah, other than that, then uh, we I played a, a shitload of Starfield already. Just an absolute abominable amount of Starfield. Uh, like I said, we have, I don't even know how much I played on stream, two, four. I, I played about six hours on stream alone, not to mention the amount I've been playing off, off stream just to grind some stuff out, level up, get some, some money. Uh, I've been saving up. Uh, I found a way to like really grind out credits and levels, so I've been working on that, trying to get stuff so it it's a bit more entertaining on stream as opposed to all right, we're out of ammo. Uh, we need to save up credits so we can buy more ammo, upgrade. It's like nobody wants to see that. So I've been doing a lot of that stuff off camera. That way, in between streams, uh, I can do that, and then once I get back on stream, it's back to the actual entertaining stuff. I'm flying around in cool spaceships and getting into fights and doing main missions and just side missions, whatever. 
doing actual content as opposed to the minutia. But my God, Starfield is so much fun. It has been love it or hate it for so many people online. I have to imagine the majority of people are just sitting there enjoying the game and being like, oh, this is cool. It's a fun game to play. But people online have been so vocal about it. The people that enjoy it are like, man, this is so much fun. You get to travel around the universe, explore everything, you know, just all the different things you can do. And the people that hate it are, some of them are just attention seeking idiots. Like the people freaking out that you can choose your own pronouns. Like those people should just be ignored. It's it's such a non thing. Uh, and then there are people with criticisms that I don't agree with, but they're fair. You know, it's like uh, going through cutscenes to get down to planets. Like you can't fly from a planet surface, get in your ship, fly around, and then fly directly out into space and then to a different planet. There's cutscenes in between all of those. And I understand why people want it to be the other way where it's just seamless because you can do that in games like No Man's Sky, which I have played, and then uh, I forget what the other big game is called. It's escaping me right now. Um, but I get it that that's what they want. At the same time, Starfield is much more in-depth than those games from what I've gathered. Uh, I really should look up the uh, uh, the other game. Uh, but yeah, it. I don't know. It it's not necessarily fair to compare every aspect of these games to, together. Like I said, Starfield is very much more interaction focused on character to character development and exploring. And you can still do that, uh, with, uh, with Starfield. And like I said, people complain, you can't even explore, uh, like the planets without, you know, going back in orbit and relanding or whatever. Star Citizen is what I was thinking of. Uh, and Star Citizen is a fucking bullshit game. Like, that... They should not use that as the basis for anything. Uh, they had three times the budget of Starfield to begin with. They had, they've made $600 million and counting, mind you. And they still haven't even released the game. They, they're charging people additional amounts of money just to be able to play the game during certain time slots uh, because their servers are getting overwhelmed by people who jump in to see what's new and then leave. It's like, well, then fucking put the game out. Or don't make bullshit updates. Like, Star Citizen is a fucking scam. Uh, so I don't think that should be compared to Starfield in any way. Because at least Starfield is out. No Man's Sky. And don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about No Man's Sky. I I didn't enjoy it when I played it. But I I don't know. It. I can understand why people like it a lot. I really... I, I can. Uh, so I'm not going to detract from it. But it's a different game than, than Starfield. Uh particularly with like the character developments and things like that stars uh, no man's sky to me just seemed very heavily focused on the exploration which is what people want and then it's just very like quiet to me it was like all right i'm just exploring vastness with nothing going on in between which i get is very similar to starfield on like planet side but then from Starfield, you can go to these vast cities, interact with all these people, all these missions and things like that, that No Man's Sky doesn't have. And to me, the cutscenes do not interrupt that at all to me. It just doesn't bother me in the slightest. Uh, so I get why people are mad about that, but at the same time, like I just don't care enough about it. So it's, it's an opinion thing and my personal take on it. The thing I do think is kind of petty is the people complaining about not having a map for like the cities in Starfield. 
And I just don't think that it matters in the slightest. I think that's a really weak argument. People say, oh, I can't figure out where I'm going. It's how how little are you playing the game that you can't figure out where you're at? They complain because the arguments they make are, oh, it's in Skyrim. But, man, it's like, do you really need a map to get around the cities in Skyrim? Like, really? It They're not that fucking big. Starfield is bigger. I get that. But, I mean, like, it's not fucking that complicated to just make your way around the cities. Like, you spawn in the same spot every time, assuming you're traveling to the same location in the city. Just, like, it's not that hard to memorize it. I don't understand the difficulties people have. Uh, so, I, I feel like that complaint in particular is kind of... I, I don't know. I feel like that's a weak one. I get the traveling through space and the cutscenes being in between the, the different locations from surface to the atmosphere to traveling through space. I get that. I think that's a more fair complaint than not having a map of the city. I just think that's such a weak, pathetic argument. Um, but that's those are the main ones I've seen, is the cutscenes and then the maps. The pronoun thing is fucking retarded. Those people need to go away. Uh, stop complaining about it. It, it just... It's literally, you don't have to interact with it in the slightest, and they still have a fit about it. I, I don't get it. I just don't fucking understand why people care so much. Um, other than that, I've been loving Starfield. Like I said, just going to the different planets and just exploring these entire, like literally the entire planet is, is awesome. Just being able to jump around the galaxy in my ship, you know, being like, oh, that what's this system? Jump into the system, getting in fights in space like flying around your ship is fucking awesome uh i made the mistake so i there's an exploit you can do where you turn the difficulty all the way up as you enter an area and then once the enemies are like have appeared and spawned in you can turn it back down and then fight them so you keep the loot but without all the hassle of fighting them on very hard i turned it up to very hard didn't lower it and i've been fighting people since on very hard difficulty and i just never bothered to reset it (laughs) So I've been dealing with that, and it's not so bad on the ground, but my god, space battles, I'm getting wrecked. I am, one, not very good at them. Uh, my ship wasn't very good. I've got a better ship now. But the other thing is, like, man, they're they're very strong, and they're, they kill... We, I was doing... Uh, well, one of the things I was trying to go for to level up uh, my one skill that allows me to pilot better ships... And so one of the, the prerequisites to that is destroying uh, it's five ships, 15 ships, and then 30 ships. I think I'm on the 30 ships one now. And I was flying around trying to get it, and oh my god. I spotted it, and there are three bounty hunter ships. And they just kept killing me so quickly. Because what will happen is they'll hail your ship before they attack you. And I'll be like, hey, if you just give us credits, we'll leave you alone. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not getting rid of my credits. I'm trying to save up to get a better ship. So they attack me, and I get through the first one, but the while I'm attacking like the, the captain's ship, the other two ships are behind me lighting me up, and that's what would always do me in. And uh, it was a struggle. I would jump away, they'd follow me or whatever, and or I'd jump to another area that had different ships in it, and eventually I'd get away, and I'd find myself in uh, situations in which I could destroy some ships, progress the challenge, but yeah I still haven't turned it off very hard difficulty and uh, it's kicking my ass <laughs> but it's so much fun I've, I've really been enjoying it uh, I I really do feel like in general people love to complain about things now they just 
they really just want to complain and uh, just about games and movies in particular. I feel like people, and I'm including this as well at times for sure, but man, it's just the nitpicking of the stupidest shit in movies and TV shows and video games and then using that as a reason for like this this thing sucks uh, Starfield sucks because it's not uh, you know seamless from Earth from the surface to space it's like that is such a like a nitpicky thing to complain about it like I get that it interrupts like your your play style of like wanting to go seamless but my god the rest of the game is it's fantastic uh, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's whatever to your opinion. But man, like the amount of people complain about that, saying it's like a bad game because of it, is insane. And at no point did they say it was going to be seamless. So I think part of it is people get their hopes up for things so high, and then when it's not reaching these unrealistic expectations that they set, they act like they've been betrayed and cheated and lied to, when in reality it's met the expectations that were set in reality but not their expectations so like the game is living up to the hype that it set for itself for the most part but it's not living up to these made up expectations in these people's heads that no game is going to meet at least not now Um, but yeah I don't know I've really really been enjoying it and I'm kind of at like a an impasse here because I I don't know. It'll it'll depend on what we want to do. Um, if my girlfriend wants to play games, because Baldur's Gate three is out now. As soon as this episode is out, today I'm recording this on Tuesday evening, uh, with my schedule being all messed up, especially with Labor Day. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm recording this. By the time this is out, Baldur's Gate three will be out on PlayStation, and I'm very I've been waiting to play it. And Starfield came out. I'm like, oh shit, I can't be doing two RPGs at once, especially complex ones like Baldur's Gate three is more complex than and starfield and uh with all like the decisions and all the uh stats and things like that like it's way more complicated and uh yeah it is uh i'm t- i want to buy it but i want to hold off uh until i'm more finished with starfield than i am now but at the same time i'm almost positive we can do split screen and i really want to do that with my girlfriend because i think that'll be hilarious and uh so i'm Ah, uh, I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see uh, how that goes. But I'll touch up more on that in a minute. I'm going to do uh, the ad reads here because this episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Uh, Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being now in sugar-free flavors. That's what I'm drinking right now. I've got a uh, lemon lime. I've been drinking the white peach for a month or two now, however long it's been. And I really like that. I got lemon lime now. My girlfriend likes this one more than the white peach, so we're gonna have to get the two bags and keep keep both of them on hand now. Um, but yeah, I uh, I do my workouts every single day, and I like to stay energized throughout the day as I'm up and about, run around all over the place, working, trying to try to keep my energy up. And uh, I don't like drinking soda for the most part. I do drink it every once in a while, especially the. the glass bottle coca-cola made in mexico but i try and stay away from it but liquid iv especially sugar free it's a it's the perfect fit uh it's the number one powdered hydration brand in america and is now available in sugar free years in the making hydration multiplier sugar free uses a proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners uh so 
again, it works perfectly for me. I just don't want all the sugar, everything like that. Uh, but I want something other than just water and this helps hydrate me even more. So it works out very well. Uh, one stick of the liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Uh, it's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, soy, no artificial sweeteners, zero sugar. Contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. So get 20% off when you grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com. Again, that's liquidiv.com. Use code DJP15, it's Digest Production, DJP15 at checkout. And that's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DJP15 at liquidiv.com. It helps support us uh, and you stay hydrated. It's fantastic. I, I legitimately use it every single day I drink it. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. And uh, I can't recommend uh, recommend it enough. There, uh, it's great. Literally use it every day since I I found out about it. Um, also, the show is brought to you by Zencaster. Uh, Zencaster have stumbled. I don't remember how I found it. Stumbled across them not long into this show's run, and uh, I've used it ever since. Uh, it is the most efficient, well-oiled machine for podcast producing I've ever used uh I've been doing podcasts since before the Digest Productions podcast Uh, I've been doing this for like eight and a half years at this point and Zencaster is perfect for for us it records in individual tracks for each person on the call makes it super easy to edit it in the app if you choose uh and you can you can promote your show through it push your show publish it everything through Zencaster it is a perfect all-in-one tool for people that are a little flustered, confused, maybe or whatever. If you if you're just you're not sure exactly how to get started on your show, or maybe you already have a show and you just haven't worked out the kinks of you know getting the guest on, how to like set it up properly for them, how to get their audio to you, make it sound good. Uh, if you're not sure how to like go about publishing your show, like on a hosting platform or whatever, uh, it is it makes it so easy. All you have to do is log into your browser start recording the high quality podcast right away uh you just send a link to the call to your guest or whoever's joining they click the link enter a display name and they're in the call all you have to do is hit record and it's good to go and it records it for you uh zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable so if this has happened to us before where our guest has had a bad internet connection and it'll like drop them from the call, but sometimes they don't even realize it and they keep talking. And when the call reconnects, it saves their talking, like their talking points and their, you know, their speech the entire time. So I don't even have to edit around it. We, it comes back, I have their audio and it just flows seamlessly because it's recording the entire time. And I think that is a huge plus for Zencaster in that you don't even have to worry about a bad connection because it sounds perfect regardless. Uh, they're, even if you do have a problem, which you won't, but if you did, I've had questions for them before about certain things. Uh, their customer service is absolutely fantastic, and I can't thank them enough for all the help they've provided me uh, the entire time I've been using it. So, yeah, props to that. Customer service is a huge, huge bonus. Um, have you ever wondered about what you sound like? Zencaster's 
post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It really does. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording, removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Again, that's Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com slash pricing. Use code DJP15. Again, that's DJP15. And you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Uh, I want you guys to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting content needs. It's time to share your story. Again, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15. Get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Again, helps us out. And I cannot recommend Zencaster enough. Uh, like I said, I use it every single show. If you hear our podcast, it's from Zencaster because it just works and it's uh, it's super easy, convenient, very, very helpful. And it just makes it so much easier uh, to get the guests in. It's I've never had an easier time explaining to guests how the call works. I send them the link and I say, hey, click on that. Enter a display name. That's all you got to do. Super easy. It saves so many headaches. And it is it just uh, it's fantastic. Can't recommend enough. So thank you, Zencaster, for sponsoring the episode. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't even know what else to say at this point. It's, um, it's great. It's just a good... <laughs> Uh, yeah, use Liquid IV, use Zencaster, and uh, yeah, check them out. It helps us out a lot. Helps uh, make us look good. Let, that's uh, lets the sponsors know that you're uh, supporting the show and you're clicking through on the links, and it works. They both work. So anyway, but what uh one of the other things I was I was going to talk about was Lies of P, which is also going to be on Game Pass. Uh, that's coming out like the. Was it 19th, I think? I guess the 19th. Some Sometime around there. Uh, Lies of P. It's like a Souls-like in the sense that it plays like a Souls-like. Um, and it's got a very Bloodborne vibe as far as the aesthetic goes. City sort of area, things like that. And I played the demo a bit. I didn't finish it because I, <laughs> I just didn't have time to get around to it. And then all the other stuff came out. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like the way it feels. Uh, I'm a sucker for anything Dark Souls, Elden Ring, Bloodborne, like that sort of anything Souls like in those regards, and it definitely hits the mark, uh, at least from what I've played. You know the sort of methodical approach, take out the enemies, manage your resources. Uh, you know the big sort of spectacle boss fights. It's uh, it's a ton of fun, and uh, I'm gonna be playing the crap out of that as well. So there's so many games coming out soon that uh and that have come out recently that I'm getting sucked into. And uh, it's, I can see myself losing a ton of time in the next few months just digging into these games between Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3, Lies of P, and uh, not to mention Payday 3 coming out uh, at some point this month as well, the 26th. I don't remember when all these games are coming out, but my God, Payday 3 is coming out. You can bet we're going to be streaming that. Klaus and I are going to be playing the crap out of that. Going to be streaming it. Going to be cutting it up into episodes, uploading that to YouTube as well. We're going to have so much content coming out. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, it's uh, the, the last month and a half and then this coming month. I've really rejuvenated my uh, uh, 
excitement to be creating content because it's just so easy right now with all these games coming out. Uh, I'd mentioned previously, I think on the show, about putting out more animated uh, YouTube shorts, and we are sort of working on that. Uh, we put the one up, and then we actually have a we had a guest on the last episode of the podcast that there were a ton of great clips to choose from. And I was going to make uh, video shorts from those uh, animated shorts rather, um, but I just I liked the way the last short turned out to an extent, but it's just not exactly what I was looking for, and so I'm reconsidering my approach to these sort of things. I don't want to put out content that I don't in- I don't love. Like I want to be excited for everything that comes out, and I mean this. I, nobody nitpicks more than I do about my own content. Don't get me wrong. So like I look at every live stream. I'm like, this could be better. The lighting could be better, especially in like the recent live streams. I don't know why my camera has been so dark, but I just don't have time to sit here for two hours and fuck around with it. So I, I'd rather just get content out than nothing. Um, but if it's stuff like that, like YouTube shorts and stuff, it's not something I'm focused on that much anyway. They just serve as like promotional material. And so I'd rather figure out a way to put out better YouTube shorts than what we did recently. Uh, it worked for what it was. It didn't do particularly well, but I don't blame it. Uh, but it just, I don't know. It's not exactly what I was looking for. And uh, so I'm going to keep focusing on trying to figure out how to prom- to improve on those. We've got some video podcasts coming out soon uh, that we've scheduled. I might just make the switch to uh, full-time video podcast. It's something I've considered in the past. I know Kloss is perfectly fine with it from what I can gather. He's said before he's down to do it. He's done it every other time. Uh, I don't care either way, to be honest. But with a video podcast, I think it's much, much easier to get shorts out of it and video promotions because I literally have a video right there. Uh, so I can just cut back and forth between different, you know, pe- different people's cameras cut that down really quickly and easily into a video short and we're good to go. I don't need to worry about animation or anything like that, putting images up on screen or something like whatever I need to do. So I think that'll help in the long run for that. Um, But as it stands now, I'm just kind of figuring out what it is I want to do with our content. Uh, I've considered doing a variety of different content that's not gaming related. Uh, Quite frankly, I, I love let me let me lay everything out here i love gaming content i love making it but there's so much other stuff i do outside of gaming that i also have a passion for to an equal extent that i'd like to make videos of or whatever it's just a matter of me spending the time figuring out how to create it in a way that's actually good quality like cooking for example cooking is oversaturated as as is on youtube but I think there'd be a way for me to transition that into a live stream and then upload that to YouTube or whatever. Uh, just because I enjoy it. I, I do enjoy making content regardless of how well it does as evidenced by our YouTube channel. <laughs> but I enjoy making it and I like cooking and I feel like if I can figure out the setup, I could make, uh, I could do some live streams of, of cooking different things that aren't just like toast, chicken, whatever. You know, I, I make a, I cook every night at, for dinner. I, I make a lunch, like actual lunches a lot of the times as well. You know, not just like sandwiches or whatever. Uh, I do a lot of cooking. 
I think people would be like some people at least be interested in like the different stuff I make a lot of Italian food Thai food you know Japanese Chinese Italian like all, all sorts of different things you know all sorts of seafood and stuff like that there's so many different types of food I make that I think people would be interested in seeing how it's prepared uh, the key is figuring out how to present it in a way that's at least somewhat different than what everyone else is putting out uh, the f- if you're looking for content of everything it's available on YouTube that's a given uh, there's no way I can present it that's going to be totally unique for the most part unless I have some crazy gimmick but for the most part it's going to be the same in most regards I just want to present it in a way that's at least somewhat unique where it's not face on here it is close up you know probably a top down of chopping it up whatever uh, I'll probably do that to an extent whenever I get around to it but I'd also like to clean up a little bit make it our own at least with the dead jester sort of brand and humor and you know injected into it so like cooking um i don't really like i, I don't like workout videos so that's probably not something i'm gonna make uh, i don't think I, we don't really have the audience to do like a day in the life video either people don't associate me with the video content uh, most of the feedback we get is on the podcast so I don't feel like a day in the lifestyle vlog is really worthwhile, nor do I really feel like putting that out. Um, but if there's content people want to see, they can message me and I'm happy to make it. I don't care how well it does. If some, if one person messaged me saying, make a video of like your daily life, like what you do for a living or whatever, I can do that uh, to an extent. I don't want to dox myself and you know the people I work with and whatever, but I can do some extent of that if that's what anyone wants to see but I don't want to waste my time doing stuff if nobody's actually interested in it which I feel like a lot of what I do is is that <laughs> as far as like my full-time job and you know the workouts and stuff like it's just unnecessary and not something I'm super interested in making content on but we'll see uh, like I said if there's something you want to see hit me up on Twitter jmoskers uh, you can go to our website we have contact us pages you can send an email over it's just josh at deadjesterproductions.live that goes directly to me and i can read the email respond to you there uh whatever that way you don't have to make it public i know some people are kind of squeamish about publicly contacting you know content creators or people in general so it's whatever uh other than that, i don't have a whole lot else to talk about this is gonna i knew this was gonna be a shorter episode from a time constraint uh side of things as well as I don't want to just drag this on for the sake of hitting an hour. So, shorter episode this week. Just wanted to get some content out there. Just tell you guys what's going on. And thank you for the continued support. It's always so, so appreciated. Um, yeah, like I said, we've got a number of really cool guests coming up. And I I, th- I think there's a very good chance that we make the switch to video podcasts. Obviously, the audio podcast is going to stay exactly the same. Um but we'll just have the added video element to it. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not guests are okay with being on camera, I guess. Um, if Even if they're not, I think we could just substitute with like a, you know, their profile pic or their brand logo or whatever on there. We'll figure something out. But anyway, uh, go check out our YouTube. We got new content coming out every day for I don't know how long now uh, going forward. We have so many videos. Uh, go check out our Twitch we've been streaming there every once in a while uh it's not gonna be super consistent and regular because i just don't have time for it between 
Deadest Productions, my actual job, you know, being a caretaker and stuff like that, it's, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> so I don't have a ton of free time to stream, but go check out Liquid IV, Zencaster, use code DJP15, and uh, it'll help us out a lot. And I thank you guys for, for listening. See you next time. See ya.